What is your American dream? Is it to own your own business? Build your dream home? Restore that antique car with your son? Whatever it is, it's worth protecting. I'm Mary Stover, a licensed insurance agent for over 17 years, and I'm passionate about protecting your American dream with a purpose. This podcast is more than just insurance. It's for the determined, independent American who works their tail off to provide for their family. If you believe in personal responsibility, freedom, and the American dream, then you're in the right place. This is the American Dream Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the American Dream Podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. It has been a hot minute since I have recorded an episode, and I have a very good explanation. We got covid and it hit our family very hard. Um, For those of you who are the praying kind, we could still use your prayers as we are still dealing with the ramifications of this awful virus. So please keep um, our family in your thoughts and prayers if you think of it. But I am very happy to be back. I am sure you missed me so much. Um, But back to the task at hand today, we're going to be talking about car insurance, specifically insuring a car that isn't worth it anymore. When do you or when should you take off full coverage on a vehicle? First, let's break down what full coverage actually is in case any of you are not familiar. When you hear the term full coverage, it's a pretty generic term when it comes to car insurance. But for the purposes of what we're talking about today, I'm referring to the physical damage coverage that affects your car itself. Um, If you've been listening to the podcast for a bit, in episode 16, I talk about the different facets of your insurance policy. Um, There's certain coverages that the state requires that literally have nothing to do with your car at all. And then the other part um, is called full coverage. So uh, full coverage can be broken into two parts, generally speaking. Uh, One is called comprehensive, and then one is called collision. Now, there are other bells and whistles that you can add on for an extra cost once you have comprehensive and collision, like towing, for example, or rental car. But the basic full coverage on your car is comprehensive and collision. Now, what the heck are these things? Comprehensive covers things like theft of the vehicle, hail damage, vandalism, hitting an animal, glass breakage, the vehicle catching on fire, a tree limb falling on it. You get the idea, right? And then collision is exactly what it sounds like. When you collide with another vehicle or a house or a telephone pole, a guardrail, okay? So the question we are answering today is when should you no longer keep this full coverage on your car? First and foremost, the very first question that needs to be answered is if you still have a loan on it. It is a huge no-no to remove full coverage from your car if you still don't technically own it. If you owe money to the bank and you don't own your car outright, it is the bank's car and you are under contract and obligation to provide insurance on their car until you pay that loan off. So answer that question first. Is your loan paid off? If not, you have to keep the full coverage on it no matter what, or 
I mean, you can take it off, but then you'll have some fun dealing with the ramifications of that. So I don't recommend it. Okay. So let's just assume you don't have a loan on the car. It is completely yours. You own the title of the vehicle. Here's the next question. What is the value of your car? You're not going to get an exact amount on this, but you want to have a rough idea of the value of your car, as in how much would you get out of the insurance policy if, let's just say, the vehicle was completely totaled, undrivable, how much would you get out of the insurance? Now, how claims departments of insurance companies figures out this number, um, I cannot speak to the exact procedure that they go through since I'm not a claims adjuster. But if you yourself want to get a general idea and do a little research on your own, you can go to kellybluebook.com, or actually I think it's kbb.com, and then you can enter in your car's information, like mileage and year, make, and model, um, any bells and whistles it might have, and you can get a general idea of how much your car is worth. It, it might even give you a range of the value, but at least that gives you some sort of idea, okay? Now, once you have that range, you're going to want to ask yourself, are you okay with losing that much money if the vehicle is totaled in an accident or you hit a deer and it's totaled? Are you okay with losing that much value if you don't have full coverage on it? Now, I hate to be that person, but this is going to be completely a personal choice. Um, I cannot sit here and say, well, if the vehicle is worth less than 5000 then yes, absolutely take it off because some people might not be okay with that. Um, some people are okay with losing $7,000 in value. Others are okay with losing the value of no, no more than 2000 because they can't quite afford to replace a car at this point, financially speaking. So you need to be honest with yourself here. What are you completely comfortable with losing. If the worst happens, you take the full coverage off because you think, well, I don't want to pay for it anymore. And then you have an accident and you lose the value of your car. Okay. You want to think that through. Now, I also would suggest that you assess the amount of risks you are taking when you drive. Let's just say due to this lovely <laughs> virus that we all know and love, um, that you primarily stay home due to COVID, that you, you've been working from home for the past year and a half, um, that you've been doing a lot of DoorDash and Uber Eats and Instacart, and you've just been ordering everything to your home, and you're really not out and about on the road constantly, um, versus someone he, who, like a realtor, who has to constantly travel from house to house to show their clients different homes, like, are you on the road more? The risk levels are different, right? If you're at home more, the risk is, you know, less that you're going to actually be in an accident. The person who's traveling a lot for work, obviously their risk is greater. So evaluate your situation and then, you know, find out the value of your vehicle and then really assess what you would be okay with. All of these factors should weigh into your decision on whether or not you want to continue paying for full coverage on your car. Now, a good time to evaluate this is at renewal time. When your policy comes up for renewal, make sure that you reach out to your agent or 
If you have a good agent, they should be reaching out to you. And you want to make sure not to ignore them. I promise you they're not trying to be pesty. Um, But you can have this discussion with them and see if it still makes sense for you. Okay? I hope this was helpful for you guys. I sure have missed recording these podcasts for you. I just didn't think you'd want to hear me hacking into the microphone and then you having to listen to me cough constantly. So uh, I've missed you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you the next time. Bye. For more information about our agency and what we can do to help you, go to www.advantageinsurance.com. Advantage has two A's. So it's A-A-D. V-A-N-T-A-G-E insurance.com. Also follow me on Instagram at advantage INS 1830. If you follow on Instagram, there's a freebie for you. Five mistakes to avoid when shopping car insurance. Get this freebie in your hands the next time you go to shop your insurance and make sure you're not making those five mistakes. Okay. Thanks so much for joining. I'll see you next time.